years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Oh boy, man. I mean, we got a lot to cover on the show today, but let me just start here by telling everybody I did not sleep good last night. I was visited in the middle of the night, right? Uh-huh. I was in a nice sleep. Yeah. Visited in the middle of the night. I don't know if I'm the only one, Bob. I haven't even discussed this with you. I was visited in the middle of the night, in the middle of my slumber, by a creature named Gritty. What the hell is that thing? Listen, I know we got a lot to cover on the show today, but can we just pause right now? And start the show by saying, what the hell is that thing? I mean, worst mascot ever, right? If you have not been on the internet in the past 24 hours, um, the Philadelphia Flyers have a new mascot named Gritty, and it is Nightmare Fuel. I, I saw this thing so much online yesterday that... It was all I was thinking about, I mean, for most of my day. It's just a nightmarish mascot. It's got, like, a beard. It's got googly eyes. It kind of looks like Animal, the drummer from the Muppets, but, like, possibly on some bad street drugs. It does look like bad street drugs. It definitely looks like a drugged-out Muppet, but it's got, like, kind of like a fat stomach and everything, too. It looks like it smells. Well, all mascots look like they smell, no, right? No, but this one doesn't smell good like, at give all. Me, give, give me a good-smelling mascot. All mascots look like they smell like just just oh, sweaty locker room. and Say just, it to Iceberg's face. You're right. I think Iceberg does. It looks like a nice mascot. The Penguins mascot, Iceberg, does not look stinky to me. The Pirate Parrot does, though. The, the, the Pirate, pirate does, Parrot does. The Pirate, does. The pirate right. does. You're right. And this gritty... This new Flyers mascot absolutely looks like oh. it smells like uh, like somebody put like mayonnaise on their crotch and then went outside in a hundred and five degree day. It's pretty intense. Put their legs over their head and just told the sunshine, "Heat up this mayonnaise." That's what it looks like. The Flyers mascot smells like. Oh God, stinky mascot. Steely McBeam, the uh, the weird, shameful Steelers mascot that nobody asked for but uh, was born anyway. Right. Steely McBeam look like uh, it smells, right? Does, does Steely look like it smells? Mm. That one I kind of on the fence on. I'm kind of 50-50. Like, I feel like Steely McBeam has, has stinky days and then has clean days. Yeah, yeah. Iceberg always smells good. Pirate Parrot, though, I'm saying is the stinkiest of all uh, Pittsburgh mascots. Uh, did you, cause I listen, a ton of people were telling us once the Flyers unveiled their mascot, please talk about this on the show tomorrow. And then a ton of our listeners already started reading the responses. So listen, I know we're in Pittsburgh. I knew, I know we do a Pittsburgh radio show, 
but just the fact that there is this rivalry with uh, Philadelphia and the Flyers. Did you go to the Flyers Facebook page? Do we have, I mean, they got to be incredible, right? Will we have new Flyers mascot gritty Facebook comments on the show? They are outstanding, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Look forward to that. We'll do that coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Um, also, uh, the Steelers finally get a win. They get their first victory of the year, beating the Buccaneers down in Tampa Bay. 30-27, to a lot going on with that game. We will get to, uh, you know, Ben and Tomlin. Uh, Vance McDonald, uh, I believe, killed a man on the field. I think uh, I yep. saw murder mm-hmm. on the football field, so we'll get into that. Also, a guy in Florida wants to start a fight club. Of course it's Florida, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wants to do it at a Chick-fil-A, and he also wants people to stare directly at his groin at this fight club. We have a lot going on on today's show. It's Mikey and Bob, the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Do you smell him in the air, Bob? <laughs> He's here, right? Do you smell him? Do you sniff it? Just waft Oh, gosh, wait. Oh, oh. he's here. Ah. Oh, I'm like a man canine. Oh, he's here. Timberlake. Uh, Justin Timberlake, big 96-1 Kiss Show at the uh, the arena tonight. Second time he's been here on this Man of the Woods tour, mm-hmm. so if you missed him the first time or if you need more Timberlake in your life, uh, Justin Timberlake is in town tonight at the arena. Uh, Christy starts us off here, uh, tweets us, I remember Mikey talking about how his uh, wife loves watching pimple-popping videos. I think a lot of people do. I find most of them just gross, and they make me almost pass out. Like, you know... Yeah, I don't really enjoy the pimple popping. There's that lady who's got her own TV show now, uh, Dr. Pimple Popper, right? Yeah, yeah. And we've watched disgusting pimple popping videos before, and it's just nasty. I think we watched a horse cyst get popped oh, before. And yeah, you remember how yeah, disgusting? Yeah. I almost passed out on the air when we watched it. So if you're into like the gross videos like that, but they're kind of in an odd way satisfying pimple popping videos, look up horse horse cyst popping and ugh. after breakfast though but, after breakfast yeah well christy uh, tweets here i randomly stumbled across this video i didn't even realize this was a thing okay uh it is ingrown toenail and impacted toenail relief and prevention all right you want to watch this to start the oh god oh god oh god it's like they're scraping a toenail oh i don't want to watch this who watches this it's got, this it's, is just the start. It's too. got it's got two point six million views on YouTube. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's the smell awful. That's the smell awful. Oh, I don't want to watch this. Creamy. Oh. So it's like people. Ugh, Creamy to- ah. toenail under. Ah. Oh. Ah. I got goo under my toenail. Oh. Uh, it's like trying to dig and get the toenail cheese out. Oh god. Anything that has to do with, like, fingernails or toenails, like, digging under them. Ah, ah, God. Like, my body seizes up. Just, ah, ah. Get it away from me. I don't want to watch any of it. That is gross. What do you think the toenails look like on Gritty, the new Flyers mascot? (laughs) What do you think that, uh, what do you think the toenails look like on that? Oh, He's long and curled up. I cannot you ever wait. see those people that grow like the world record fingernails where it's all like curled around their fingers? You think that's what the Flyers mascot just, uh, just has long, thick, disgusting, thick green, toenail. brown, smelly, infected toenails? 
I can't wait to read Flyers mascot gritty Facebook comments on the uh, show today. All about them Stellars. Steelers win a Monday night football game down in Tampa, 30-27 to for their first win of the year. Uh, so the AFC North right now, Bengals and Ravens in first, 2-1. and one. And then the Browns and Steelers tied at 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Ben had 353 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. And, you know, kind of making fun of everything that went on uh, in the past week, week and a half with the team. Yeah. The off-the-field stuff, Antonio Brown uh, yelling at coaches on the sideline, Antonio Brown, all that. Ben starts his press conference after the win, apologizing to Antonio. Ben's got jokes. I'd like to um, start this off by just uh, apologizing to Antonio Brown uh, for showing a little bit too much emotion on that um, last third down play uh, past him. So I'd like to right. just say I apologize to him and, and everyone for that. All right. We're, I mean, we're 1-1-1. One, one and one. <laughs> and we're... we're He's feeling I, good, man. Like He's feeling good. Okay, does, hold on. Does anybody else feel... Like, I know they won, and yay. They're 1-1-1 one, one, and one on the season. Does anybody feel like, okay, got it figured out now, here we go? I feel no more confident in the Steelers today than I did before this game. Uh, I have no. no idea if they're a good football team or not. I have no idea if they, you know, win the Super Bowl this year or they don't even make the playoffs. I have no idea what we have still with this Steelers team. They can score points. First half looked good, right? Yeah, first half looked good. They didn't score in the second half, but they put up 30 on the uh, Buccaneers. And, uh, you know, Bud Dupree had a pick six. Edmonds Hilton had interceptions. So it was there was a point there in the second quarter where you started getting those uh, steel curtain tingles, you know? Yeah. Like, like we yeah. haven't felt this way on defense in a long time. Like Bud Dupree pick six is just like, oh, man, remember when interceptions used to happen all the time? Stuff like this used to happen all the time. And how about Vance McDonald? Vance McDonald catches a 75-yard touchdown pass and just completely buries the uh, the cornerback there for the uh, the Buccaneers with a stiff arm. This is what it sounded like on uh, DBE, the home of the Steelers. Running up the field is Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald runs over a man. He's at the 40, the 35, the 30, the 25, the 20, the 15, 10. Touchdown. Vance McDonald completely ran over strong safety Chris Conte and then just zoomed up the left sideline. Now, Chris Conte didn't even return to the game, right? I think he said he was injured. Uh, I, he probably died. The, <laughs> he's probably dead this morning. He died. That's Vance, it. Vance McDonald's stiff arm killed a man. Uh, and then here was Coach Tomlin uh, after the game. Man, it was a tough, hard-fought game. Um, I thought we played extremely <laughs> okay, hard. Yeah. Did you hear it, too? <laughs> now, we, we, have, we have pointed this out with Coach Tomlin before. He tries to say hard-fought game, yeah, yeah, but it always seems to come out as hard-fart game. Man, that was a tough hard-fart game. That is hard-fart game right there, 100% right? 100% hard-fart. That's not just us because we're immature and we like uh, passing of gas. Uh, that is hard-fart game. Man, that was a tough hard-fart game. That's hard-fart game. Um, I thought we played extremely hard. I thought the penalties kind of marred the game. There was a lot of penalties on us and on them. Uh, all 53 in there fought. 
Um, fought through a week and, and, and came into a stadium prime time on the road yeah. and, and got a necessary win. No time uh, to pat ourselves on the back, man. We got AFC North football, um, and we respect and understand <laughs> what that's about. Uh, we didn't give a good accounting of ourselves the last time we were at home, uh, so we're excited about getting back in the Heinz Field and performing for our fans. Yeah, it is uh, Ravens week now, Sunday night, the big uh, nationally televised game again at home, Heinz Field versus the uh, you know tied for first how, um, place uh, Baltimore Ravens. How was it the first question there just like, uh, Coach, I wasn't really paying attention when the start. What kind of game did you say it was? Man, that was a tough, hard-fought game. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, at FSMikey, at FSBigBob. Uh, tweet from Jessica. I can't wait to drive into work today just so I can listen to Mikey and Bob to find out what they have to say about this hairy turd-looking thing uh, <laughs> talking about the Flyers' new mascot, Gritty, which looks like just a Muppet on... Bad street drugs, googly eyes, uh, beard, I, I don't know. Uh, around 725, we will read uh, Facebook comments on the Flyers' new demented mascot, Gritty. I'm telling you, you don't even have to like hockey, sports at all. You will love the Facebook comments on the Flyers' new mascot, Gritty. They're we'll, so good. We'll do those coming up around uh, 725. Also, you got Justin Timberlake in town tonight for a show at the arena Saturday, Maroon 5 um, at the arena. Also Saturday, Ed Sheeran at uh, PNC Park. We will have your Ed tickets coming up around 7.30. Maroon 5, uh, rumored to be the Super Bowl halftime show this year. Super Bowl down in Atlanta. TMZ is now saying that Cardi B is in negotiations to uh, perform with Maroon 5. Now, we kind of thought that would happen. Because I feel like you just can't have Maroon 5 out there. Now, they're fine. They have plenty of songs. They could play, you know, a, a, a decent Super Bowl halftime it's show, super, you know? It's a Super Bowl, though. But, you know, with their song, uh, Girls Like You, bring out Cardi B, who's one of probably one of the hottest hip-hop artists out right now, you know? Bring out Cardi B, and it adds a little more fun to the Maroon 5 Super Bowl mm-hmm. set, especially if it's not a surprise and they announce it, oh, Cardi B's going to be performing, too. But Cardi B, according to TMZ, is now in negotiations to perform more than just her song with Maroon 5 and her maybe getting a little uh, solo set. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But she could go out and do her song, uh, I Like It. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're going to have her drop Bodak Yellow at the Super Bowl, but, you know, have her go sing her verse in Girls Like You and then have some of uh, I Like It. You know, then back to Maroon Five, and then yeah, exactly. Let Cardi do like her verse in "Girls Like You," and then ever do I like it, and then that's probably about it. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like half Maroon Five, half Cardi B at all. No, but no. I get why Cardi B might want to do more than it. Listen, she's going to do it no matter what because it's the Super Bowl. So if she just is, they're just like, nah, just drop your verse. I mean, she's just kind of negotiating right now for a little bit more. But if they don't want it to, she's still going to do the damn Super Bowl halftime mm-hmm. show because it's the Super Bowl halftime show. Dave Grohl was asked in an interview about the Foo Fighters. I mean, Foo Fighters are always the ones, either Foo Fighters or Metallica. It's like every year they announce whoever's going to be playing the, the halftime show. It's just like, why not the Foo Fighters? Uh, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters said, I've had multiple conversations over the years with them, and they say, we want to have a rock band. Do you think you could do it? Do you think you could do a stadium? And I'm like, yeah, we do it all the time. And then we're like, oh, my God, I think we're going to do the Super Bowl. And then it'll be like Madonna or Katy Perry or somebody like that. He then went on to say in this uh, interview, I actually got really hammered at this party in France once. 
got to meet the dude that does the Super Bowl thing. And I was like, I don't even want to do the Super Bowl. I used to want to do it. Now I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, the Foo Fighters are too good for the Super Bowl halftime show now. Uh, Dave Grohl is full of crap. He's just lying that he doesn't want it, it, That's what it is. I'm sure well, they watch next year. I'll be like, yeah, Foo Fighters Super Bowl. Eventually, it'll be the Foo Fighters, right? They're a big enough band. They have enough songs that people recognize. Eventually, the Foo Fighters card will probably get pulled, you know? Mm. It, it will. Yeah. But Dave Grohl saying like, well, I used to want to do it. I don't even want to do it anymore. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're lying, Dave Grohl. As soon as the NFL comes for you, you're going to be like, Super Bowl? Yes. When and where, we will be there. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with this year, Maroon 5 and Cardi B. I know people were upset that since it's down in Atlanta, they didn't do like more Atlanta sort of music, like uh, especially hip hop with, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, how big it is down there and just down south, like outcast for Super Bowl halftime. But listen, the NFL just doesn't care. They're not doing like regional Super Bowl halftime shows. They don't care to do that at all. I don't think they never really have. They're not playing for like the Atlanta audience down there. They're playing for like a worldwide audience. So they're going mm-hmm. for who fits the best. For I'm them, just you waiting know? for that Pittsburgh Super Bowl. Where's the Clarks? I mean, seriously, I, if, the, if Pittsburgh ever gets a Super Bowl, I know so many Yinzers will bitch that it's not <laughs> Donnie Iris and the Clarks. Or like Wiz Not Co- even a song? Where's Khalifa? You couldn't even get Wiz Khalifa out there? <laughs> we will read Facebook comments on the Flyers' new furry, crazy, Muppet-looking mascot, Gritty. Chris tweets us here. Gritty looks like Bigfoot's crotch with eyes. I think we did half of show before. I think we talked for two hours before. Yeah, yeah. About uh, Bigfoot naked. And we stumbled upon the fact that Big Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever, is like a real Marvel character. And then we started looking into the comic book Bigfoot. And we realized that in the Marvel universe, there is a real Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And it has... A giant fur patch over its groin. Uncomfortable. Like they almost they almost drew this superhero Bigfoot for Marvel. Yeah. And then they were just like, whoa, okay, well, we got to do something with his groin. Like, do we put like, you know, some sort of harness on him, some sort of underwear? And they're just like, nah, just cover it with fur. Uh, but yeah, the Flyers' new mascot kind of does look like, like the beard. Little bit, little the bit. beard on yep. Gritty, this mascot, kind of does look like Bigfoot's uh, Marvel crotch. With eyes, though. <laughs> if the if the crotch could see on Bigfoot, it would look like Gritty, the Flyers' new mascot. Around 725, we'll read some Facebook comments on the Flyers' new mascot. Uh, we tried to warn you that this show is going to sell out. Next Wednesday, Big 96.1 Kiss Show, NF, coming to Stage AE. That is uh, next Wednesday, mm-hmm. October 3rd. It is officially sold out now. Oh, no. You lost your shot at NF tickets. Oh, no. Told you that was going to sell, and it's sold out. So our big 96-1 Kiss Show next Wednesday, NF, sold out. But you can win tickets this week with the Freak Show question of the day. So that's how we end the show. So if you really want to go to NF, you know it's sold out. Listen to the end of our show today. We'll do Freak Show question of the day, and then you'll have to uh, give the answer to Tall Kathy around 530 during her show. That's the only way this week you're going to win sold-out NF tickets if you want to go to his uh, big show 
uh, next Wednesday, October 3rd at Stage AE. Right now, let's get to Today in Freak Show History, brought to us by Moe's Southwest Welcome Grill. Moe's. Here we go. Today in, in Freak, Freak Show, show History. history. Uh, today in Freak Show history, we like to take you back a couple years. Something uh, fun that happened on the show, something memorable that happened on the show. Uh, a couple years ago, there were these uh, guys in Boston. They were uh, out fishing. They saw a big sunfish floating. They did not know what the hell it was, but they just started taking video. It's a baby f***ing wheel, man. It's a baby, baby wheel, man. <laughs> God, what the f*** is that, bro? What is it, bro? We're seeing some we got to call the aquarium or something, dude. We got to call the aquarium or something, dude. Call, call the aquarium. <laughs> oh, man, look at this thing. Oh, man. What the f*** is that, kid? It looks like a f- baby whale. It looks like a baby, baby whale. Baby whale. Jay comes in. It looks like a baby whale. Oh, man, we're calling the Coast Guard. Oh, damn, Coast Guard, no. <laughs> call the Coast Guard. What is that thing? <laughs> That's a tuna, bro. That's a tuna, bro. No, Jay, that's a tuna or something. Jay, look at it. Come on. Jay, look at it. Come on. That's a tuna. Oh, my God, man. We have seen some we ain't never seen before. Oh, my God. Look at this thing. Look at it. Oh, my. Look at this thing. Jay, that is still good meat on that fish, kid. Am I lying? Am I lying? We have a wheel here, bro. All right. Oh my God, Jay! We have a baby, heaven whale here. A baby wheel. Look at this thing we got here. Oh man! Holy! Dude, the guy's losing his mind. This is going on Fox 25 News tonight. Fox 25 News tonight. This is going on. Look at you, mother! Is he swearing at the fish? No, he's swearing at the fish. Look at you, mother! Who the f*** knows? It's Moby Dick! <laughs> Holy <laughs> Dude, best ending right there! After, after, after all the options, sea turtle, flounder, it's a tuna, it's a baby whale! What is the- What is that, man? What is the final guess? <laughs> it's Moby Dick! Steelers! Steelers! Uh, Steelers finally get their first win of the uh, season. Monday Night Football last night down in Tampa. 30-27 to over the Buccaneers. Steelers led by 20 at the half. And then Tampa Bay scored 17 points to none for the Steelers in the second half. Tampa Bay had the ball back with about three minutes left. Down by three but could not score again. Uh, they punted the ball back to the Steelers. James Conner helped... Uh, Run Shut out the down. clock. Shut it down. Uh, really, one of the greatest plays of the game, and which maybe ended up one of the greatest plays of the season. I mean, Vance McDonald is going to be signing eight by tens of his stiff arm touchdown for the next 10, 15 years. You know, like Vance McDonald at any point can go on one of these Steelers Nation Unite road trips or something like that. Yep. And everybody will remember the Vance McDonald stiff arm. I mean, Vance McDonald, the tight end, he's been around for a while now. He's dealt with some injuries with the Steelers. He's never really broken out like I think a lot of people expected him to be. You that know? was his moment last night. And then he stiff arms this guy, Chris Conti, this uh, you know quarterback for the uh, 
the Buccaneers, gets the pass and just stiff arms this guy, throws him into the ground and just runs for the touchdown. Here is Vance McDonald after the game on the stiff arm touchdown. They blew a coverage big time. And uh, so Ben and I, was really great. We were on the same page. Really just used that tool, that stiff arm that I'm not, I don't really use often. So I connected and then, yeah, it just all went from there. I mean, he's being very humble about it. But like he, he didn't see him fly. He should have just been like, I don't use the stiff arm very often because you see the power that I got in my stiff arm. I took a man's life. I don't want to hurt anybody, okay? <laughs> We're all brothers out here on the field. And I don't want to injure somebody and take away their ability to feed their family and provide for their family. I took a man's life tonight. <laughs> But Vance McDonald was very humble about his stiff arm touchdown. You don't know it yet, but that stiff arm is very popular on the internet right now. What were some of the things maybe just your teammates and coaches were telling you after that? They said, good Lord, Vance, you took a man's life. Cam Hayward's reaction on the sideline when it happened is priceless. Cam Hayward goes down to like one knee and is pointing like, oh, damn. <laughs> Like, he just witnessed a murder. Like, oh, but somebody called a cop. Yeah. Call an ambulance for this man. Just to keep playing big. And, uh, okay. you know, just it's awesome getting us started, getting us going. And, uh, and you know, just, you know, we put it together tonight, and that's what's, that's what's great. We got on board. Yeah, Vance McDonald, you're way too humble about that uh, 75-yard <laughs> stiff arm touchdown. Way too humble about that, Vance McDonald. Well, what'd your teammates on the sidelines say? Because it was, you know, all over the internet and everything. They must have... You know, they just told me, keep playing big. No, they they didn't. Stop lying, Vance McDonald. There were expletives thrown around. Privately, they were telling you, like, yo, you knock that dude into the turf. Like, they're going to have to bring out the grounds crew. The game is going to be delayed as they try to peel Chris Conti off the field. Vance McDonald, very humble about the uh, touchdown, though. Cam Hayward's reaction, like you said, Bob, was uh, fantastic. Just pointing and giving the, oh, damn. Here was Cam Hayward after the game on the win. Just needed a win. You understand it's hard to come by in this league. Uh, We respect every opponent, but, uh, you know, trying to get that first W is always hard. Uh, And we got the job done today. Uh, Antonio Brown had six catches, 50 yards. He also had a uh, touchdown here as A.B. after the game. Anytime you win, it's always amazing. I think we can uh, correct a lot of things from this performance and uh, get better for our next performance. Anytime you win, it's always good to take the, uh, the negative and the things we can get better at. Uh, we still ain't put together our best game. We come in here and get a win against a great opponent. Uh, it's uh, great today. But, uh, still room for improvement. Uh, I think we still could get a lot better. Yeah, I think the Steelers can still get a lot better, too. Uh, I think they were gifted some interceptions uh, yeah, uh, yeah. last night. So, uh, you know, I, I said this before. Do you wake up with the, the the feeling today like, all right, Steelers are back on track now? Because I don't. I mean, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick still threw for three touchdowns, 411 yards. He did have three interceptions, though, and that was the difference in the game. Like that Fitzpatrick throwing interceptions. That I mean, was really the difference it, in the game, and, and Bud Dupree's pick six. And it literally came down to the last three minutes. Yeah, it wasn't like the Steelers blew him out or anything. Like, they very well could have lost that game there late in the uh, second half. But it is what it is, and the Steelers are 1-1-1 one, one, and one now, tied with the Browns in the AFC North. Bengals and Ravens at the top of the division, 2-1. and one. And it's Ravens week. It's Ravens week. Sunday night. Oh, Sunday night. <laughs> Steelers at home versus the Ravens on Sunday night. That is going to be a big one.
Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Kind of a rainy, crappy uh, morning out there this morning. Uh, tonight, there is a, uh, a a voting event at Soldiers and Sailors Memorial Hall and Museum there on Fifth Avenue. It is National Voter Registration Day today. Tom Hanks is in town, of course, filming the Mr. Rogers movie. Uh, Tom Hanks, Kia Tomlin, who, of course, is Coach Tomlin's wife. Steelers running back James Conner will be at tonight's When We All Vote Week of Action event to help register people to vote. Uh, when We All Vote, uh, Tom Hanks is a co-chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a national, nonpartisan, nonprofit organization whose mission is to just change the culture around voting and increase participation on the upcoming elections and every election. So, so they're just trying to get people signed up, basically. Uh, basically, yeah. Election Day is coming up Tuesday, November 6th. Big midterms. The deadline <laughs> to register to vote is coming up soon, though. Tuesday, October 9th. So make sure you're registered to vote. And if you want to get all pumped up about voting, go see uh, James Conner, Tom Hanks tonight. Uh, It's free and open to the public. 6.30 it starts there at Soldiers and Sailors. Now the Steelers uh, get their first win of the season last night. Monday Night Football down in Tampa Bay, 30-27. The play that sticks out to, I think, most of us Steeler fans is Vance McDonald who, you know, has been with the Steelers for for a minute now, but he's been hurt a lot, Mm -hmm. and he hasn't really shown a lot of things that make you go, oh, damn, that that guy's kind of a beast, you know? And last night, (laughs) he catches a quick pass from Ben, maybe a 10- or 15-yard pass, and then just turns around, and this Buccaneers cornerback, Chris Conti, he stiff-arms him. Just takes his hand, throws this guy's face, launches and just the guy, throws him right into the ground, and then runs uh, 75 yards for the touchdown. Now, hold on. Earlier in the show, we were uh, playing this interview that Missy Matthews did on the field after the game with Vance McDonald, where he was talking about the stiff arm touchdown. They blew a coverage big time. And uh, so Ben and I, was really great. We were on the same page. Yep. Really just used that tool, that stiff arm that I'm not, I don't really use often. So uh, being very humble. I connected and then, yeah, it just all went from there. Yeah, just connected. No big deal. I don't use a stiff arm very often. You know, if, if anybody bury somebody like that you would think they would be going nuts about it and then right. he was talking about you know she asked him what were the guys on the sideline saying because you know th- this was the play it's all over the internet and everything and people are like r.i.p chris conti he should just retire at halftime which i think he got injured he didn't come back to the game whether it's a real injury or he's just saying i'm done i don't want to do anything yet. i can't go back out there uh so vance mcdonald was very humble about a play that he could have just been like yeah Watch out for my stiff arm. That's how I do it, right? But then I see this interview after the game. It's Vance McDonald at his locker, and he is once again being asked about the stiff arm, and he doesn't seem quite as humble as he did on the field right after the game. Maybe he had some time to think about it. Uh huh. Or maybe he just, you know, maybe he got his phone on the field before he went into the locker room or before the. Before the reporters get in to talk to uh, tight end for the Steelers, Vance McDonald, maybe he looks at his phone and he's just like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, you know, at one point, at one point, like he was one of the top trending things in the United States. Like, I don't know if that'll ever happen to Vance McDonald ever again because of how he just buried this guy. Oh my God, I'm viral. So this is what happens when Vance (laughs) McDonald gets a little time to think about what he did. And he was asked about. Chris Conti in the stiff arm and, uh-huh. you know, did he just 
I mean, did he mean to do it? Did he mean to just throw it? He explained the stiff arm. Just punish him. Just inflict as much force on him as possible. That's the first thing I think of. So he went from humble to just punisher. The punisher. I want to inflict as much force on him as possible. Just punish him. Just inflict as much force on him as possible. That's the first thing I think of. I mean, he went He went from on the field to, right, right. Uh, you know, good I don't play. use my stiff arm very often, so I figured, hey, uh, good time to bring it out right now. To that in the locker room. Just punish him. Just inflict as much force on him as possible. That's the first thing I think of. First thing you think of, just punish him. They call me the Punisher. Just punish him. Look at this arm. Look man, at his hand. Got him. I'm going to punish him. It's like a damn robot arm I have. That was from the future. Running through locker room, stiff arming reporters. Punish him. What? Knocking over trash cans. Just <laughs> stiff arming the wall. I'm here to punish him. Inflict as much force as possible. I'm Vance McDonald. Uh, Tom tweets us here. The Today Show on NBC is about to have a Fortnite danger story on. Mm. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we'll pay attention to that. I, I love when the news does danger, that. Danger, danger. Dangers of your children playing too much Fortnite. I feel like the news always has those stories ready. You know? Slow like, news hey, day? Yeah. All these, all these kids and teens are playing this game Fortnite. Okay? But it, is, it, is it dangerous for them? And then they just wait for a slow news day. Not like there's really any slow news days in this country anymore, but... And then they're just like, well, we got like five minutes to fill. Fortnite danger story? Go ahead. <laughs> it's Go going in. It. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll see how awful that is. Maybe uh, bring it on the uh, show. A uh, 37-year-old woman, Christy Lynn Woods, was arrested in uh, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, paramedics were rushing to respond uh, to an unconscious woman at an apartment building. It was not the 37-year-old woman who we're going to talk about in this story. The uh, paramedics attempted to revive the woman, and that's when Christy Woods apparently came across their ambulance parked outside on the street. She decided to fire up the engine and take off. Okay. She's now stolen an ambulance. The medics, who needed to take their patient to the hospital, returned to find the ambulance missing. Oh. Then an Oregon State trooper uh, attempted to pull her over in the ambulance. Uh, She was driving around downtown. Uh, she pulled onto the freeway, hit the emergency lights, stepped on the gas, reached speeds of 85 miles an hour. At one point, she rammed a state police cruiser with this ambulance that was driving in front of uh, her, trying to uh, divert her. Uh, they eventually stopped her. She was booked on 13 charges, including assault, interfering with an EMT, criminal mischief, and reckless driving. Reportedly, though... Uh-huh. I love that little giggle uh-huh. when you know that the story is about uh-huh. to come to an end and here comes the good part. What, what, right? what could it be? Rep- what could I, it be? I like how I say, reportedly, though, and you just go, uh-huh. <laughs> like that, that, that was your joyful little noise. That was your joyful little moan you let out knowing that here comes the story <laughs> all the way ahead here. 37-year-old in Oregon steals an uh, emergency vehicle. She's flying in an ambulance, police chasing. Reportedly, she told officers, <laughs> why did they leave it unlocked? I'm a good blanking driver. Okay, ma'am. The That's am- the defense. The ambulance is not for you, ma'am. Yeah, that was the defense. Well, they left it unlocked, and I'm a good blanking driver, she told the officers. <laughs> Don't steal ambulances. No. Wasn't there a situation after, uh, was it after a Kid Rock concert at the arena yes. where somebody stole? 
Yes, 100%. Wasn't there that, like, what was that, last year, I think? I think so. It was after a Kid Rock concert, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. At the arena, and then somebody steal an ambulance, and Uh it was like one of those same situations where they just left it almost unattended, and the the emergency workers were, you know, (laughs) just left it for a minute or two, I don't know, and somebody climbed in and just stole stole the ambulance. Uh, Feeling okay about the Steelers today? Yeah. Uh, 30 to 27, they get their first win of the season down in Tampa Bay, Monday Night Football. Uh, the defense still gives me diarrhea. Like, yeah. the defense still got lit up. They were just gifted a couple interceptions. But I don't think I'm any more confident in the defense. That second quarter, though. I mean, the offense didn't score in the second half either, so. But listen, though, that second quarter, when Bud Dupree had the pick six oh. and all the interceptions were having, that second quarter, I was high on steel curtain defense again. I hadn't felt that way in a long time. And you're just like, okay, this is what it needs to be like all the time. Where they're just ball hawking and can get turnovers. And I felt like it hasn't happened in so long. I got I got steely tingles last night. Uh, let's go to noted Steeler fan Snoop Dogg, though. We always love Snoop Dogg's uh, reactions to Steelers game. Uh, this was Snoop Dogg after the Steelers win on his Instagram. You knew he was going to get us one tonight. I told you that. And I won my fantasy, too. I needed six points, and Antonio Brown went and got that for me. And the Steelers kicking ass right now, by the way. You bitch you. The Steelers kicking ass right now, by the way. You bitch you. <laughs> Snoop Dogg reacting to Steelers game. That was it, though. He was on the set of something, so he didn't have a lot of time to go in-depth. Still wearing Steeler gear, though. The best thing part about Snoop Dogg is when he's watching a full Steeler game and giving you like in-game commentary but that was uh that was all we got yesterday was just that uh congratulatory Snoop Dogg just happy they got a win and AB won his fantasy and the Steelers kicking ass right now by the way you bitch you uh Ben Roethlisberger after the game he had a decent game through one interception but three touchdowns 353 yards Ben Roethlisberger started his press conference with a little joke joking with the media because you know there was a big to do with Antonio Brown yelling on the sidelines apparently upset with the offensive coordinator did, uh, did, Randy Fittner did anybody and, laugh at the joke no no I'd like to um start this off by just uh, apologizing to Antonio Brown uh for showing a little bit too much emotion on that um last third down play uh past him so I'd like to just say I apologize to him and, and everyone for that boom got him Ben boom LOL. Bam! LOL. <laughs> what do you have to say now, media? <laughs> ben is joking at you. You care so much about AB. Ben came out with an LOL apology to AB. Well, Steelers are never going to lose again. Ben was asked about winning with all the adversity the team's been going through. Um, you know what? We always say winning cures a lot of things, but what I still think a, the biggest issue, if you will, was Defense. outside the locker room, people perceiving different things. We, I'm not saying we don't have issues. All teams have issues, and there's different things going on, but I think it was a little bigger than, than it really is, than it was. Yeah, uh, that's true, and I, I agree with Ben on there because when things happen, like what's going on with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. What's been happening with Antonio Brown, whether it's uh, on the sidelines or him tweeting, daring, you know, them them to trade him or something like that. That off field stuff, the media, local and national has a whole week to slobber over that stuff. 
Well, you want to cover Steelers practice or the depth chart or Mm-mm. who's injured? Mm-mm. No, we love all the all the sensational crap. So it might not be a huge deal in that locker room, but it is more of a bigger deal to the media and to a lot of fans because it's such a sexy headline. It's what gets us to the next game. Yeah, pretty much. It's what keeps our attention to the next game. See James Conner get a picture with Hulk Hogan on the sidelines of the game? I did. I did. Hulkster. Hulkamania just running wild on the sideline. Uh, Ben asked after the uh, game, you know, why does the team handle adversity so well? Uh, We're used to it. No, um, right. <laughs> honestly, I think we just, we've got a great group of veteran guys, you know, coach has been here for a long time. The linemen, I always say are, are the catalysts of our group. You know, those guys just kind of, they drive us. I tell them before every game, we're going to go as you guys go. And that's, that's true for the game, but it's also true kind of in, in life and in the locker room, you know, they, they help control us. And we just got a veteran group that is able to kind of handle some of those distractions, if you will. So Steelers get a win. I don't know how confident anybody is in the defense still because Fitzpatrick did have three interceptions, but three touchdowns over 400 yards on the uh, defense uh, again. But a win counts. Hey, Wins a win, right? one, one and one. Them Steelers got a win. Now, uh, a lot of people may be expecting us to read Steelers Facebook comments on the show today. I think we're going to hold off. Bob, you you looked at it. There were a couple of fire Tomlins, yeah, but that's it, expected pretty much now. It felt like it's too much. Like It, isn't, it, it feels forced if we yeah, do it, right? Yeah, it wasn't natural. Uh, our 96.1 KISS NF show, he's coming uh, next Wednesday, October 3rd. Stage AE has completely sold out. You can win tickets, though, to the sold-out NF show. Uh, around 5.30 uh, when we do Freak Show Question of the Day with Tall Kathy. That's 5.30 later this afternoon. We'll yes. give you the uh, Question of the Day at the end of our show. Uh, the only way this week you can win sold-out NF tickets. Uh, and then November 3rd, it's the Countdown to Vote concert, Big 96.1 Kiss Show with Kesha on Liberty Ave. You can get those tickets, Countdown to countdowntovote.org. Uh, it's uh, designed to get people all pumped up about voting. Of course, the big mid-turds coming up in... Uh, did I just call them mid-turds? mid-turds? I mean, they basically are mid-turds, right? Mid-turds? All right, so we're bringing Kesha in. Countdown to Vote Show. Liberty Ave with uh, Kesha. Countdowntovote.org. <laughs> uh, yesterday, we did not have a naked story on the show. <laughs> no, Very no, sad. Uh-uh. So uh, another naked streak ended. Uh, we have said on the show that I feel like every day we cover a story where somebody does something and gets naked. So we started uh, basically seeing how many shows in a row we could we could go covering a naked story, you know? Uh, so we start back at one now. It is time for today's naked story. Here we go. Whoa! It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. Uh, today's naked story out of uh, New Jersey. Listen to this here. Imagine waking up and finding a stranger in your apartment. Okay. It happened this week to a South Jersey man. And what do you do when you wake up, find a stranger in your apartment? Despite right? not wearing any clothes, oh. he ran outside mm. and tackled the intruder, escaping his Marlton apartment. Okay, so now let me uh, set the scene here. 
the naked person in this story is the person who was just sleeping in their apartment. Yes. Somebody breaks into the apartment. He finds somebody in the apartment. He comes out naked. Chases them outside. <laughs> He's completely naked. That's how he was sleeping. Frank right? Ford's cat likes the fresh air, so the window was cracked at 3 a.m. when a man decided to break in at a complex on Maple Avenue in Marlton. Mm. Ford had undressed for bed and heard a crash in the living room. Uh -oh. He walked out to find the crook standing by the door, having taken an Apple Watch and cash. I was thinking, like, you know, Harry, put, put clothes on. Yeah, maybe put some pants on if we're about to uh, get in a hot pursuit here. Uh... You know, decided I didn't have time for that, so I like you know I ran out of the house. Ford says he found him hiding in the bushes after the escape from the apartment, and there was a chase. And we tussled here, and then oh, there was another car over here. We we tussled in that area. Naked tussling with an intruder. Ford got scraped up. Oh. The intruder ran into the woods while neighbors began to wake up. Yeah. And I heard boom, boom, boom. And I thought, and then I heard help me, help me, help me. Yeah, that boom, boom, boom you heard. That was the uh, that was a naked man. As a naked man hitting the pavement. Those were naked slaps. You heard boom, boom, boom. Listen, we've talked about this on the show before. Uh, I do not sleep naked. Bob, no, you do not no, sleep no, naked. No, no, no. I get it if you like to sleep naked. There's no problem with it. However, you never know when a situation like this happens to where you have a naked intruder and you need to chase him out of the house. Next thing you know, you're running around your neighborhood completely naked. Or what if your house catches on fire? Then you're naked outside. You don't have enough time to grab pants. No. Then you're naked with the fire department. Of course, they're going to give you a blanket, but there's going to be that awkward time before they show up with their blankets or whatever. And you're just standing out there on your front lawn completely naked. I'm not saying don't sleep naked. I'm just saying think about have it. Have a plan in place. Naked people making the show once again. 96.1. You see the Le'Veon Bell report? I did, yeah. yeah. This was in the uh, New York Daily News uh, yesterday. It says uh, that the New York Jets reached out to the Steelers to express interest in trading for Le'Veon Bell. They have not made a concrete offer for Le'Veon yet, but they believe that the Steelers are very serious about trading him. Um, like we have been saying on the show, there is so much that needs to happen. for. The, I still don't think it's possible that Le'Veon Bell is actually going to get traded. I think the Steelers are just going to ride it out, whether he comes back or not this year. Let him go into free agency because they'll get a third-round compensatory pick for that. Third-round pick's not bad, right? No. Better than nothing. NFL rules would prohibit any team that are tr that's trading for Le'Veon to give him a multi-year deal until after this season. So he would, in fact, just be a rental player. So it's not like the Jets or any other team could trade for him and then be like, oh, the Jets got Le'Veon and just signed him to a five-year $80 million deal with $40 million guaranteed, you know. So Le'Veon Bell cannot, even if he gets traded, get the big deal that he wants. So there's no long-term incentive for these teams to really fight over him. Well, they're saying that if a team trades for him, they could do some sort of behind-the-scenes multi-year agreement and say, we will give you $50 million in like a five-year deal or something, guarantee $30 million of it or whatever, and then trade him because trade deadline's October 30th. Um, but... That's not going to happen either. That's fantasy land, too, because, all right, say if the Jets wanted to give the Steelers, I don't know, like uh, a second-round pick for Le'Veon, right. and the Steelers would take it. Why would Le'Veon even play for the Jets, then? Why would Le'Veon Bell play for any team this year? It doesn't, because it doesn't make sense. It's risking an injury before he can get the long-term deal that he wants. Because all he cares about is that big payday, that long-term Money guaranteed. And I know it's fun to say, like, well, they could work on a, you know, behind-the-scenes deal. 
Yeah, right. That deal is not going to be like, what if he gets hurt in the last game of the season? You think they're still going to be like, yeah, we'll give him 50 million guaranteed. No, that ain't going to happen. Yeah, you're right. Uh, The Jets don't have a second round pick in 2018, though. But they do have an extra third round pick. But I said I already said the Steelers get a third round pick if they just let him go anyway. So I as much as it seems like the Jets want to trade for him, I mean, they ain't giving up a first round pick for Le'Veon Bell. They're not even guaranteed that he would show up. I just don't really it, so much has to work out for the Steelers to actually trade Le'Veon Bell. Not saying that it's impossible. I just don't really see it uh, happening. Uh Steelers with their first win of the season though last night down in Tampa, thirty to twenty seven. Over the Buccaneers, Ben had three touchdowns and an interception. Uh, Juju, nine catches, 160 yards. He had uh, a touchdown. Vance McDonald had a touchdown, a 75-yarder, where he buried this uh, cornerback from the Buccaneers Nasty. with a stiff arm. A.B. had a touchdown. Bud Dupree with a pick six, couple interceptions. Edmonds and uh, Hilton getting interceptions. Uh, here was Coach Tomlin after the game. Man, that was a tough, hard-fought game. And once again, we have uh, highlighted this before on the show. When Coach Tomlin tries to say it was a hard-fought game, mm-hmm. it feels like and sounds like to us he's saying hard-fart game. Man, that was a tough, hard-fart game. To me, I, I that, heard fart. that is a hard-fart game right Man, there. Man, that was a tough, hard-fart game. Hard um, I thought we played extremely hard. I thought the penalties kind of marred the game. There was a lot of penalties on us and on them, uh, all 53 in their fought. Um, fought through a week and, and, and came into a stadium primetime on the road. He almost dropped another fart there, And, too. and got a necessary win. No time uh, to pat ourselves on the back, man. We got AFC North football, um, and we respect and understand what that's about. Uh, we didn't give a good accounting of ourselves the last time we were at home, uh, so we're excited about getting back in the Heinz Field and performing for our fans. Yeah, so it's Ravens week now. Here is Coach Tomlin on the team's response to adversity. We have a game to play. Monday night ball, they answered the bell, and now we move on to Baltimore. I'm always appreciative of their efforts. And it's Ravens week. Here is Coach Tomlin on Boswell. What did he miss, a field goal and an extra point? Yeah. Been missing kicks uh, uncharacteristically this year. You know, uh, we missed a couple kicks tonight. We'll take a look at it. Um, He's our kicker, man. He's a heck of a kicker. We've got to make the ball go through the upright. And what kind of game was it again last night? Man, that was a tough, hard-fart game. It was a tough, hard-fart game. Man, that was a tough, hard-fart game. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss of the Morning Freak Show. Justin Timberlake is in town. Tonight, big 96.1 Kiss Show at the arena. Justin Timberlake. He's here. Bringing his Man of the Woods tour. All right, let me get to a couple things really quick. Uh, Ed Sheeran tickets. He's coming Saturday, PNC Park. Win Ed Sheeran tickets uh, later this afternoon, 4.30 with Tall Kathy. Then we have a big show coming up next Wednesday at Stage AE. Our 96.1 Kiss NF show. It is officially sold out. That's an outdoor show too, right? Yes. That's a that's a healthy crowd. It's a big crowd. Already sold out. You can win NF tickets with Freak Show Question of the Day, though. This is how we end every show. We give you a question. has to do something from today's show. Then listen to Tall Kathy around 5.30. Get the question right when she asks uh, for it. And you win sold out NF tickets. Freak Show Question of the Day today. What's that smell? Mm. answers Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. You smell him. You smell Justin. He's in town. It's very easy, very simple question of the day today for you to win sold-out NF tickets. What's that smell? Justin Timberlake, because he is in town tonight at the arena for a big 96-1 kiss show. Justin Timberlake, the answer to the uh, freak show question of the day. Uh, and that's it. If you guys missed anything from the show, get caught up on our iHeartRadio app. 
stream and download full episodes of our Mikey and Bob podcast. It's our entire show without all the songs and the commercials and stuff like that. It's our podcast. It is. Uh, you can get that on the iHeartRadio app, and uh, that's it. Thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Ryan Seacrest. Bye-bye. Pittsburgh. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest.